Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. Episode 390. It is Friday here in Cincinnati. It's beautiful. The sun is shining. Everything is green. It's uh, brisk like we have in the springtime, but beautiful to be able to go outside and take a walk. So happy spring. It is May. We are at the weekend of Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day and Grandmother's Day and Auntie's Day and Sister's Day and Daughter's Day and Happy Happy Mother's Day to every single one of us who has been born through a mother. I am deeply in love with my own mother, and I love mothering. So this is always a beautiful weekend for my human experience. Okay, there's so much to share, and I... I also want to begin by saying I'm going to be taking a pause, a hiatus in the Gaia's Love space. I feel like it's going to be for the month of May. Um, it may go into June. It may go into July. I'm not quite sure in this moment. So this will be the last episode for a little while. I will be back whenever I'm back. <laughs> you will know because I'll be back. So if you are not yet subscribed to wherever you listen to me, you may want to subscribe so that when I do return, you'll be able to receive a notification to tell you about that. I also would suggest if you do not yet follow me on Instagram to perhaps consider doing that. I share little nuggets of inspiration and experiences that I'm having in my own journey and moments from my human life so there's just a beautiful flow that I've created there I love um, the format of Instagram and how everything is images and you can just pop something up quickly and the stories are only there for a little while so it doesn't become too much to move through so perhaps consider following me there all the links are in the descriptions wherever you are listening to this podcast okay how well, I guess I'll start with the title. So the title today is Infinite Embodiment. And this is a really big concept or idea that I have spent <laughs> the majority of my life figuring out and mastering. And here's how I understand it. The word infinite to me implies the soul aspect of ourselves, the the energy, the consciousness, the essence, the, uh, what would you even call it, the light, the flow that chose to come into this human body. And so embodiment is the process of that soul coming to have a human experience. And I believe that is unique to Gaia, to Earth, and that it's a choice that the soul makes to come have <laughs> this human experience. 
And I believe we have percentages or levels through which we play with how embodied we are. And so maybe there are, you know, moments in our lives where we feel so present, so here, so fully in the body, which of course we're talking about this in the sign of Taurus, which is all about the pleasures and the sensuality of the body. There are moments where we feel how alive we are to the human experience. And I would call that, you know, really powerful embodiment. And yet I think there are many more moments in our lifetimes where we are not very present in our body. And so what I have practiced in my own humanness, in my own soul's journey is to feel so comfortable and steady in my physical body that more and more and more and more of my infinite soul hangs out and plays here in this realm, in this reality that all of us have co-created that we call life on earth. And as I have mastered that process for myself, understood for myself how the mind and the body and the soul collaborate and partner and stream their energy so that I can just play in the space of creation all the time and feel the beauty of this life in so many different ways. As I've mastered that, my life has become better and better and better. To the point where I think it irritates a lot of people, <laughs> but it's so good. I, I love being a human. I love being the infinite soul, having this human experience and, and feeling all that I do and trusting what I see and know in my intuition and where I'm guided to be and what I'm guided to do. And so it's become just this incredible life that I am living People talk about, you know, heaven being someplace outside of earth and certain songs, I'll read the lyrics to one later, but certain songs talk about why do we have to wait until we die to experience heaven? Why can't we experience it here and now? And I feel like that's the way I have been able to live over the last year or two is so present for this humanness that it feels, it feels like I'm living in a different reality. But I'm here. <laughs> I'm very much here. <sighs> so infinite embodiment to me is that practice of, of the soul being here in the body. And I, I felt for a while that my soul journey, the name of my business, is what I, it, it's who I am. It's what I'm doing. This is my soul having a journey here in the human realm. And, and so the business name has always felt right. And recently, about a year or two ago, I, I felt like I need to expand the capacity of my business, the, the, the energy of my business. My soul journey feels too limited because it's just about me, my own experience. And how do I expand the container to be more inclusive so that it applies to everybody who wants to play in the ways that I do my work? And so Infinite Embodiment LLC was established in December of this past year on that massive portal that everybody was talking about. Like, I filed on that day, and I was so excited. And I've been in this in-between space since then. I filed it, received the papers, and it's just been sitting. And my beautiful friend, Teresa, keeps nudging me, like, have you done anything yet? <laughs> have you connected them yet? What are you doing with that LLC? 
why do you still have your own business separate from the LLC? And so today I connected them. And, and it feels so good. It feels so grounded and, and so much more expansive. And also I haven't been ready until now. And so I trust the timing. I trust the process. So <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, how am I weaving all of these pieces together? <laughs> I'm not quite sure how this is all coming into one, but I know that it is. <laughs> so as as I've been playing with this idea of embodiment, along the way, I have had, well, let me back up. This past week, I went back through some of my journals and my notes, and I tried to put a timeline together because I really believe we can identify patterns and see cycles, just like astrology teaches us, when, when we look at key milestones in our own life, our own journey. And so I went back to when I believe my remembering or awakening or soul journey really became active. It was when I was going through my separation and my divorce from my first husband. It was a really difficult time and yet so much was being blasted open in my consciousness. It was it was so intense and emotional and I had no idea what I was doing and and so as I started going through, that was in 2008, as I started going through in my journal, I wrote out this timeline and I could see more clearly like, oh, oh, of course that was connected to this and this happened and that happened. And so I was starting to see the way some of the patterns came together. And what amazed me when I did this was how this time of year is so significant I, I signed a contract for my first energy reading, healing work with this beautiful, talented coach that I had met. I signed it on May 10th of 2010. And then all these other things have happened since then. I completed that energetic contract last year, not realizing that the date was around Mother's Day, but just having this energetic completion within myself like I know that this relationship this karma is now over and and I had a beautiful fire ceremony when I looked back at my notes it was the same weekend it was May 9th and May 10th 10 years before is when I started that energy work and then May 10th of last year my daughter was home and she invited me to paint with her. She loves to be artistic. And so we were, you know, downstairs lying on the ground, like painting on these canvases. And this image came through that I painted, which, you know, my painting is certainly not artistic level quality for any kind of <laughs> mastery. Art is not my thing, but I had so much fun painting it. And it was this image of myself standing on a stage with earth all around me running energy running energy from the universe through me and into into the crowds of people and I was like what am I even drawing and it had all the symbolism and things that just felt so good felt so good and now a year later I had this experience I'm going to tell you about in a second which validates what I drew last year, and it's Mother's Day this weekend. <laughs> oh, and by the way, my daughter is graduating from college. Like, you can't make these cycles up. You can't try to orchestrate them from the mind. They they don't 
they don't it's like you can try to plan a plan but energy and souls and consciousness come in and create something that has its own cycle and its own speed and its own magic and when we surrender to that oh it's so beautiful it's so beautiful so this week I was doing my thing (laughs) the thing I was focusing on was how to translate, like I said at the end of last week's podcast, how to translate what I understood from the Zach, Web, Zach Bush webinar, a doctor who is here to change our world and guide us into clearer scientific understanding, <laughs> in my opinion. So I was working through watching the webinar. It's a three-hour webinar, watching it a second time and taking notes and thinking about how will I share this in a way that is clear and you know honors his science and all all the research he and his team of people have done and his whole lifetime of being a doctor and his wisdom like how could I possibly take his three-hour summary and come up with something that would summarize it and so that was my focus I went into my Tuesday meditation time like, okay, this is what I got to get accomplished today. I got to be ready for trying to share this on Friday because this is really important and blah, blah, blah. This energy of, you know, I got to send the message out. <laughs> and so I, I turned on, as I started meditating and journaling and being still, I turned on Santero, who you guys know I love, Santero's collective message, which was from last week. And... I'd watched a little bit of it, but I was rushing. I didn't really have time to be present with it. So I turned it on again. I started watching it, and my entire body lit up as I'm listening to her because she describes in the main one, I'll put the links in the description, she describes how we, I, all of us as the collective, have been trying to manage things, doing all this deep diving into research and data and whatever, and trying to prepare because there's this sense that we're about to run into an obstacle. We're about to hit a brick wall or some sort of tragedy, big crisis. And and so those of us who are intuitives that tune into her work, as we're watching the collective message, she's telling us, you know, you've been trying to avoid the obstacle and it's getting closer and closer and you know that. And so what do you do about it? And then she describes in the cards, she said, what you don't realize is that this, this is where the hand of God, divine intervention, comes in and sweeps through the whole collective and changes everything. <laughs> And I'm watching her video, I was like, I know this. I've been seeing this for a long time, but San is seeing it too. And she's saying it exactly how I see it. And I totally, I totally believe this. I got to buy the extended. So I bought the extended, which I'm not going to tell you about because you should buy the extended also and support San's work. (laughs) It was 10 times better than the first one. It was so exciting. And I could feel the truth resonating in my body of I don't have to try and teach and fix and save and get the message get the message get the message tell everybody try to you know change she said it so beautifully in the main video she said you've been trying to smooth out the energy bring balance to the energy collectively 
And she said, all of that has been so right, so perfect, because in all of that work that you've been doing, and this is a collective message, so if you're listening, it applies to you also. In all the work that you have been doing, the humanity's experience has been shifting. Individuals have been looking at their patterns and their behaviors and stepping into more self-responsibility, owning perhaps their purpose of why they're here. All of the work we have all been doing has allowed us to arrive at this moment where now something else can step in. (laughs) She described it as the ground crew and the big boss. (laughs) she's like the ground crew you've all been doing your ground crew work and now the big boss is here (laughs) and the big boss is going to come in and like clean it out clear it out and a title of a song comes to mind as i as i'm saying this to you there's a great group called mercy me they're a christian band and my dad loves them and so he introduced me to their music And one of those songs from their album, Lifer, I'll be reading the lyrics to later. But they have a song called We Win. And it's so upbeat. It's on that same album. It's so fun. It's so happy. And basically, it's just saying, we win. We all win. There's no losers. Everybody wins. We're all going to win. And they're saying it in reference to religion and what they believe to be true when a human dies. I'm saying it in relationship to humanity is winning. Humanity (laughs) is going to win. In this moment, it looks like a shit show and nobody believes it. There's no way we can imagine harmony and unity and all of us winning. Someone is going to have to lose. I believe that's what we all believe. And yet, my head is shaking. No, my body is like, we all win. I don't even know how it's going to be possible, what it's going to look like, but we win. And we win together and we win all at once and that message that message was profound so I was sitting journaling crying on Tuesday feeling into everything that Sans video was saying and knowing Sans the messenger I already know all of this I already I've already felt this arriving I just haven't trusted my own intuition and isn't that Isn't that true for so many of us? Like, we know what we know. We know what we believe. We know how we're feeling guided to move and act. And yet we don't trust ourselves. And then then we get upset because the reality around us isn't matching what we know it can be. But we're not trusting ourselves to create that. And so then we have this weird loop that happens (laughs) where we're trying to figure out who to blame. Because we don't want to blame ourselves. And it just becomes so messy and so confusing, which is why when, when I hear truth so clearly, purely delivered from someone I trust, I sit up and take notice. And that's what happened this week. I had a session with another beautiful healer right after that, and she validated everything I was feeling and, um, I paused my world for a few days. (laughs) I... (laughs) asked someone to support me with the gym and they took over the calls. I canceled my sessions. I canceled my gym potluck. I, I just shut everything down for a few days. That was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Here we are on Friday. And I have been doing my timeline of my awakening and watching other videos and journaling and meditating and walking and feeling and feeling and it still rings so true and 
here's the shift that I feel has happened inside of me. The shift is, it's, it's not my work anymore to try to convince anybody of anything, to try to get them some message, you know, like, like I have some magic that if you don't know this magic, your, your life is just not going to be good anymore. That, that energy, which that beautiful healer I was telling you about where I signed the contract in May of 2010, I remember her saying that to me several times in our work. She's like, you want it more than everybody else wants it. And that creates a a weird dynamic. It doesn't feel so good to be on the other end of that. And so how do you relax and not need it or want it more than they do? And I feel like watching the video with Sam gave me permission to let go of that (coughs) as I clear my throat. And I've been getting better and better over the years. I've really... I've really stepped into a place of so much focusing on empowering others that I, I don't feel that I give that hook or that energy of, I've got something you have to know or you won't be good. I don't feel like I have that anymore. And now after watching this video, it's like, oh, <laughs> everyone has their messages delivered. Everyone's already where they want to be and need to be. And There's so many signs and synchronicities that we can all pull towards us to keep guiding us on our path. Like, I can just sit back and start enjoying more, as Sam says, like, enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. She she described, I don't even know if I have the words to explain this fully, but she was describing it as like a cosmic, cosmic show. You'd have to watch the extended to really get the message that she was delivering. But I, as she was describing it, I was immediately brought back to a moment in January when I was in ceremony with my best friend. And I was just sitting, feeling like my relationship, my love to our planet, how deeply and profoundly I am in awe of this energy that we call Gaia, that she, I call her she, that this earth energy is able to hold all of us, all of these souls having these human journeys, everything that we build and create and pollute, you know, our planet is able to somehow keep all of it together. And as a mom with just my two little kids, my grown-up children, I'm like, how? how does Gaia do this? Like, it's, it's so incomprehensible to me. And, and yet so many of us as humans don't, we don't see that. We don't see that there's this energy that's holding it all in one bubble floating around in the universe. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) And there was a moment in the ceremony where I was absolutely feeling oneness with the reverence I have for our planet and everything in my mind's eyes it just looked like purples and greens and just this incredible harmony of colors and lights and sounds that represented her energy it was like I could see her energy her consciousness and 
I don't even know how to explain it. I guess it's like what some people say when you 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 die, maybe you fall at the feet of God or the divine and you're just so in awe that you're at that moment of finally being with the one that you've been praying to your whole life. It didn't feel like that to me, like I prayed to Gaia. It felt more like reverent gratitude. How how amazing that I, this little soul in this body I chose, <laughs> is able to be part of this collective experience of witnessing this planet and all that she's evolving into. And I feel like that's, that's the cosmic show that, in my version of it, that's the cosmic show that we're about to experience is being able as humans to actually see the energy of Gaia, to feel our connection to our planet in ways we have never been able to access or been given permission to before. And that deep intimacy of soul to soul, human embodied to Gaia, earth embodied, is going to blow our minds. (laughs) It's going to blow our minds. And I don't want to miss that. (laughs) Oh, Which brings me to the Zach Bush webinar. I'm going to give you just a tiny nugget and and I also suggest that you spend the three hours to sit through all of the science that he has gathered and see what jumps out at you because there, one of the, how do I say this? I believe being a soul in a human body, this is infinite embodiment is a blend of science and spirituality and mystery and love and energy. It's, it's so much all combined. And the science is critical or else the body doesn't function. The body doesn't, it isn't able to hold as a vessel what the soul is here to do and express and create. Well, it's the same for Gaia, for Earth. She, her energy is a blend of science and mystery and spirituality and energy and consciousness and love. (laughs) She's all of that, just like we are. And what was amazing about the webinar is all of the science that Zach Bush and his team were able to gather and present in such a logical, thorough way to the point where your mind is spinning because there's so much information. So I'll give you just the overview, the super high level (laughs) Viv's version of how I understand it. And then you get to decide what you want to do with it. It's worth sitting through the science because we sit through so many hours of social media and news reports and conversations. How many hours do you think we have each contributed to the dialogue about coronavirus and pandemic and vaccines and illness and fear? Like how many hours have we all invested in that, as he calls it, narrative over the last year and few months? It's ridiculous. It's terrible. We've put so much attention on this thing. And and I understand it's for good reason. We're trying to understand it. We're trying to determine as a collective humanity what to do about it. And so I I offer my understanding of what Zach Bush says as 
worth the time to sit with to see in comparison to what you have been gathering from other places how does his information fit with what you already see and know and from there make your own decisions because we're all here to have our own individual experiences within the collective experience so this is just more data here's how zach bush's science plays out to create the experience that we are calling coronavirus. He describes a planet where for years, 30, 40 years, we have been putting glyphosate into the food, which goes to the soil, which goes to the water, which then runs to the oceans. So the whole globe has already been polluted with a chemical that is designed to break down the immunity system, <clears throat> the immune system, immunity. You'll have to listen to his words. He knows all the science words. I'm just giving you the overview of what I received from it. So glyphosate is breaking down the immune system. And then he talks about pork production. We have all these animals that are being fed with antibiotics. All of the antibiotic is being sent as waste into the water and soil system, and that's going around the world. Well, the antibiotics are about overriding your immune system. So soil, water, polluted with chemicals that are making us weaker in our immunity. And then he talks about the air and when you, and this is probably at least an hour in, when he starts talking about the air, everything clicked for me. Because he says when we have massive wildfires, well first, you know, the glyphosate in the water is evaporating, so it's in the air also. But the wildfires, when lots of land burns, it produces what I think he calls PM 2.5, which is a pollutant that goes into the air that is dangerous for us to breathe. And so he said we had these huge, terrible wildfires in Australia right before the pandemic began. And scientists were saying this this is so toxic to our global air. This fire in Australia is going to travel through the airwaves twice around our globe. Well, they said once, I think. He said it ended up being twice. And so we have this PM 2.5 that's up in the air that's moving around. As it lands in certain areas where we already have these high levels of glyphosate and antibiotic usage, which happened to be Hunan, China, Hunan province, he said when you bring this toxic air into a place where the immune system is already weak and there's a new virus that's moving around that we haven't created immunity for, that virus connects, I forget the word he used, attaches to the air particles and it goes right into your body and creates illness. So he describes how that air traveled from China all the way around the world and landed in these places where we saw the high concentrations of COVID. So he described studies in New York City where I think it was 5,700 people, he kept saying that number, went into the hospitals and they had all these symptoms that doctors assumed were COVID related because we were talking about coronavirus that had just started. He said, but they were treating them for influenza, a flu, and later in the research studies of those patients, what they found is they actually had cyanide poisoning, hydrogen cyanide poisoning from toxic air. It was an environmental disaster that people were breathing in from these fires over in Australia that traveled to New York through the air, air system, through our beautiful earth that we polluted, 
and then landed in humans and made them sick. So just as we start to recover from that, we have all the terrible wildfires in California. So all of that creates another PM 2.5 event. And then everyone's breathing in and now there's more of these symptoms. And so just that, the water, the soil, the air, we've polluted them. And then we as humans are wondering why numbers are are what they are because we've created this situation with our planet. And then he brings in all all of these other factors that people are sleep deprived and when you're sleep deprived your immune system is down. They're deprived of vitamin D in the northern hemisphere. Well, vitamin D boosts your immunity. There's um, comorbidities. All of the people who have problems with their breathing, with weight, weight is a big problem. The more testing, he said, when you have more testing, you create higher mortality rates. He went on and on. Masks, social isolation, lack of touch, the aging population is increasing and the statistics were not adjusted for the increasing rate. Like, There's three hours, three hours <laughs> worth of science and data that I will hand over to you to also look at. He makes a very compelling case for this deep connection between the health and wellness of our planet and the health and wellness of humans. And he said, the fear we've created over one virus when our bodies are made up of 10 to the, I don't even know the number, some crazy number, how many viruses all of us already have all the time in our bodies because we are living, breathing organisms and we are in partnership with the earth and we have this natural way of trading energy and science and mystery and, and working in tandem with the evolution of our planet. Our minds have created a reality that is not based on all of the data that's available to us. And so his webinar offers, offers you that data to sit with. Well, I said more than I thought I was going to, but it's so good. How do you not, how do you not share when you're learning what he is sharing? It's, it makes you shake your head. Like, how did we get so off track? How did we get so off course? Which brings me to what do we do with all of this? So I share the perspective of San, which is 100% about spirituality and intuition. And then I share the perspective of Zach Bush through my very limited scientific understanding, which is not so much perhaps about spirituality. At the end, I think he touches on it in such a beautiful way. We are both. We are, we are science and we are spiritual. We are physical matter and we are energy and consciousness and light. We are all of that. And infinite embodiment to me is finding this harmony, this place, this way that you can be in really beautiful alignment with yourself, your own, your own soul and your own human journey walking on this planet. I sat with all of that. <laughs> and then I had a session with my beautiful friend, Andrea, who does all of my virtual acupuncture sessions. And we both agreed, 
we're not going to save people anymore. We're not going to fix people. We're just going to be ourselves and talk about the things and the ways we want to talk about them and have more fun. And so what do we need to let go of? What do we need to slow down? What is it that we're desiring to experience? And so she had her experience in our session and I had mine. And what I started to realize is I have created so much rich, beautiful content, such treasures in the six years since I opened my business. I have, I have been working really hard <laughs> and having so much fun and creating just so much good stuff to support people wherever they are in their own journey and learning. I just like San making her video brings validation to me of what I already know. And so I receive it as this incredible gift. She's not telling me what to do. She's not telling me she has some magic thing that, you know, I have to, I have to work with her for years to get this thing. It's just this easy exchange of, oh, here's what I'm getting. And here's what you, you um, could learn from and blah, blah, blah. It's just this simple, easy flow. And I've created that in so many areas. And yet there's been this internal push within me to say, create more, tell more. You've got to make sure everybody gets the messages before it's too late. You've got to make sure everybody knows because something will happen with humanity. We talk about reaching the tipping point or the crisis moment, or um, Zach Bush calls it the extinction event. I don't feel all of that, but I do feel, I have felt like there is an urgency to support people because there's so much pain and suffering. And, and the, the more we focus on that, the more we create that. And watching the experience of coronavirus move around the world and seeing how it ripples into our families and our communities, the intensity of the suffering is creating more suffering, is creating more suffering. And that's not what I want to focus on. That's <laughs> not what... I don't want to spend hours researching webinars to present them to you to see if I can convince you that this is what you should do. Like that's, that's me participating in the craziness of it and doesn't feel good. I want to go back through the treasures I've created and organize them and put them in pretty packages with bows so that here's the chakra thing you can learn about if you want to. And, you know, here's like, I wrote these amazing books telling all the things that I know as a soul, which is a lot. And I want to make them audios. So there's never time because I'm always making the next thing. And I haven't gone back to honor and be with the beauty I've already created. And so I'm going to take a little pause from some of the new creations, the podcast, my Sunday meditations. I'm going to pause for a little bit. I want to sleep in on Sunday mornings for a little while and cuddle my husband and maybe get breakfast and climb back into bed and watch a movie or go for a walk or go to Findlay Market and munch on yummy foods. Like, I just, I just want to be in the magic of Taurus energy and the sensuality and the body and the pleasures and just love and enjoy. Um, that may extend through a couple months of the summer. I just don't know. I just have this sense of I don't have to push. The urgency is gone. And now it's just about being, <laughs> being with 
all that I've created, being with the programs I already have in place. I have talked about the energy gym here, but I haven't even made videos about it or gotten testimonials to share with people. And there's so much goodness happening in the gym. And so that's going to continue for sure. And I, I can't wait to see how I'm going to create sharings about it because I have a little more time in my schedule from not doing these other things. I will do the new moon video, but I don't know if I'll keep doing that through the summer. We'll see. If you don't follow that, I do a card reading. It's the only one I do each month, and they're just so fun. The messages are just fun to receive for me and for others. And I will keep doing my sessions. I love I love what happens when when I show up just wanting to support and empower someone in trusting themselves more and in being able to see themselves more. It's our sessions are so easy and so transformative <laughs> and so fun. I laugh so much in my sessions because when you see another and it's soul to soul, there's such joy in that reunion. There's such alignment and like energy just multiplies because it feels so good to, to see and to be seen. So I'm going to keep doing my sessions. I need to probably organize some of that on my website. My website is so full of things that sometimes it's even hard for me to remember <laughs> where I put stuff. I want to make more videos for my website just to explain and introduce instead of all the words. You know, there's, there's all these creations, not creations, there's all this organizing and prettying up, beautying that I've been wanting to do with my work and I haven't allowed myself to rest into all of that because I have felt this urgency to make new. Do you know we have 390 episodes of this podcast? <laughs> you can go back and start at the beginning and you will find value in every episode. There's something there because it's just pure love and consciousness from me and Gaia and Source and my guides. And it's all just sitting there, a treasure chest. I have on YouTube these different video series that I created over the years. One was called Healing Our Souls and they were beautiful conversations and book reviews and DIY things. And there was um, So Soul Stories, which I did a whole video series and that eventually morphed into what we now call the Energy Gym. But all of those videos are sitting there. My Sunday meditations, I have four or five years <laughs> worth of every Sunday in our guided meditation and I don't even talk about them or share them like they're it's <laughs> it's silly it's silly because there's so much beauty and love and support and so I'm going to be playing with all of that in between my sessions and my my group work I have I talked about this before a couple weeks ago I created remembering together which is this amazing journey um, with individuals who really are ready to see themselves and trust themselves and then just this week I began and this is a lot of what I believe is in tandem to these videos and the songs I've been listening to and the energy healing there's also this activation of what I'm calling infinite embodiment pathways you can't find it on my website yet it's it's still information but it's a 
a really intimate group for people and we bless me and we are learning together more and more about infinite embodiment and how how the soul dances with the human journey and what that pathway looks like for each individual it's it's just pure magic <laughs> i had sent an email to richard rudd of the gene keys when when I knew Andrea and I were going to be bringing the Gene Keys into our quietly listening space, and I just shared with him what I was doing, and then he replied back and suggested some things that would support what we were doing, and so I replied back and said, absolutely, those are great suggestions, thank you. And then he came back to me with another email, he said, by the way, I have this group, we call them ambassadors. <laughs> he said, you have to be a guide in order to become an ambassador, but the ambassadors are the people I hang out with. <laughs> And I remember reading the email a week ago. I was like, oh, that would be fun. <laughs> that would be so much fun. I wouldn't mind hanging out in conversations with Richard Rudd. Like, yes. <laughs> and I feel, I feel the, the joy of what that would be like to, to have those moments of connection soul to soul. And I what I am creating in my work through infinite embodiment pathways is that level of me showing what I have learned and then in the collaboration with others learning and then we all expand and something magical flows from this. It's, <laughs> it's so fun. It's so fun. So if any of that is resonating with you, you can send me a message or... Follow me on Instagram and send me a DM. <laughs> That's always such a weird thing. Send me a DM. Or you can, um, did I say email me? Yeah, whatever. You'll find a way. If you really want to connect, you'll find a way to connect. I would say the, the best place to play right now with me is in the energy gym. We are building such such a sacred, powerful container of beautiful soul humans who who just want to be their best selves and it's amazing it's amazing we're going to be adding some more class times and growing the tribe and having a little bit of space in my schedule to focus on that feels really good so alright I have a couple little parting gifts for you as I <laughs> get ready get ready to go play. I have some errands to run. We're going to go see the grandbabies tonight. We're going to see my mom tomorrow for Mother's Day. And then we have my daughter's graduation. Just amazing. Okay, so Andrea sent me a song yesterday for our session. And these lyrics just are so beautiful. And I'll put the links to all of these songs in the description too. It's called Turning Wake by Ayla Nerio. There's a turn from the fear, a stand for the free, a song for the beatdown picking up steam. You will hear my voice here singing. There's a let from the greed, a gift for the kind. I'll be dancing with the ones who remind me. We are born of dust and silence. We are made of ancient song. And there are ones who will keep us sleeping. And there are ones who bring the dawn.
The other song that I've been playing nonstop this week is one that my friend Alicia sent me called Surrender by Alexia Chellen. I mean, I've had it on repeat. (laughs) Here's what she says in this voice that you have to hear to believe. I surrender. I let go. I surrender to my higher being. I surrender to my truth. I surrender my fear. I surrender my guilt. I surrender to harmony. I am at ease and complete. And then I included this song that my dad sent in that Mercy Me album. It's called Heaven's Here. If you just want to have some fun, play the album Lifer by Mercy Me and just have an experience <laughs> with all of those songs. If if you're like me and perhaps you don't believe in needing Christ or the cross or the Savior, then the way you will experience those songs are are just magical because it feels like the universe is singing with me or my higher self is singing with me or my guides. It's source. It's so good. But I also honor that's not how others experience that music. It's not how my dad experiences that music. But it's there's a way to find a bridge between the two. Here's the lyrics to Heaven's Here by Mercy Me. Before I knew how this all goes, trying to get through life till you get called home, then came you. Heaven has begun. Eternity is now, not when this life's done. Hallelujah, sing like the angels do. We don't have to wait till this life is through. No separation, he has weighed us up. We don't have to wait, heaven's here with us. I said, we don't have to wait, heaven's here with us. (sighs) Right. (laughs) There's a song on there called Happy Dance. Another one called Grace Got You, We Win. I mean, that album is just loaded with goodness and and beauty. Okay, so in summary, (laughs) in summary, there's a whole bunch of magic here that you can explore if any of what I've said resonates. Um, Santero's videos, amazing. Zach Bush's webinars, he has not just that one, he has multiple webinars with all kinds of incredible content. You can play with that, the music that I suggested. You can join the gym if you want to hang out and chat with me and some other beautiful people. And if you want support just with like, what is all this? And what is happening on our planet? And why did I pick this body? (laughs) Who's the soul in the body here in this experience? Set up a session and we can play and communicate and, and feel into it together. I am such a teacher in the sense of I want you to learn. I want everyone around me to learn because I'm learning. I want, I want this journey to always be about new. Um, Zach Bush describes science as this constantly evolving energy. He said if it ever stops, if we ever stop questioning and we become stagnant, it's all over. We're meant to constantly be learning and engaging. And, and I've learned a lot. And so it's really fun for me to share what I've learned. So yeah, that's what's happening here. So we're pausing. We're on a little hiatus and I'll be back when I'm back. 
Um, I'll be on Instagram if you if you want to see what my weekend's gonna look like or send me a little message over there. It's what would I say? I love this podcast space. I love what I've created here, and I feel like maybe there's a shift or an evolution in in how this space feels and how I play here. I was thinking even about the introduction of bridging the gap to the new earth. Is there still a gap? What What is the new earth? If heaven's here, are we already in the experience of the new earth? And so do we need a podcast that bridges the gap or do we need a podcast that is in the new earth? You know, so I don't know. I I want to sit with all of that and get really clear within myself so that when I come back, it's it's in absolute integrity and alignment with Gaia, with Earth, with, with this co-creation and dance that I have in this space with her. My old me would have rushed to get the website updated, the videos made, everything in place so I could tell you, okay, I'm going to take a break, but here's how you can stay in contact with me. <laughs> and so everything's ready <laughs> for you to stay in contact with me. <laughs> and... This version of me that is understanding what San validated, which is nobody needs anything anymore. Now it's just about the play. It's about the enjoyment of it. It's about, it's just about the fun of the journey. And, and so we're, we're, it's like when you're going super fast on the highway and you know that you need to come to a stop or shift into another lane, you kind of have to slow down to make that transition but some people do like the sun slamming on the brakes, <laughs> jerking over to the side. I have found myself this week trying to sort of pump the brakes a little bit and and step out of my pattern, which is you got to get a message out. You got to do this thing. It's just, right, can I, can I slow it down? And that's a new thing for me to learn. And I don't want to rush into creating other things are setting up all this stuff when I haven't quite slowed down yet. And so that's what I'm doing today is sharing all this with you and sitting with it and I'll make the videos. They'll need to happen and my schedule next week is busy. There's lots of stuff already on the schedule. I'm going to keep doing all that. But some of these new creations are just pausing for a little bit. So... I'll be back. (laughs) And until then, I just send you so, so much love. Have a beautiful Mother's Day and enjoy May here on our planet. Go hug a tree and lay in the grass and smell a flower or two and put your feet into the creek and just, just delight in Gaia and her beauty.